Hey, booze, hey. Do your blankets feel like super glue in the morning? Well, sis, it's time to shake them off. Welcome to Wake Up Happy Sis, the show that jumpstarts your day with a bang. We're strolling down these self-care streets as we navigate the maze of wellness and healing. We're helping you live happy, healed, and whole. And we do it all with a hearty dose of belly laughs for good measure. Stay tuned and get ready to wake up happy, sis. Hey, booze. Hey, it's your girl, Leanne Dulce, your chief self-love officer, and you're tuned in to Wake Up Happy Sis. We're live on KCCR, the Brownstone and Brownstone Podcast Network. We are changing the narrative for our black and brown people because we're telling our stories our way. And today we've got an extra special treat. We're diving deep into the art of cultivating meaningful connections. And that's a topic that's close to my heart. Okay. Together, we're going to navigate the vast ocean of social wellness, sail past the common barriers and uncover the treasure of lasting, profound connections. As professionals and entrepreneurial women and men, we juggle multiple roles daily. So let's learn how to prioritize, nurture, and thrive in our relationships. So get your cup of joe or your cup of tea, you know, sit back, and let's sail this ship together. Wake up happy, sis, and let's get this conversation started. Okay, see, Tony got his drink already. Okay, you yeah, ready? Yeah, got to have my mud. Got to have my mud. I don't even yeah. have a drink today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hello. And how are y'all doing? Grateful. <laughs> day above ground. Great. Amen. Yep, another chance. Amen on that one. Let's just say that. All right. So today. Like I said, we're talking about social wellness and cultivating meaningful connections, you know, and relationships. Because I think sometimes, especially as career driven men and women, sometimes we're so go, go, go that we're not focusing properly on creating, building, and maintaining relationships and connections, right? Now, I've talked before that I am an ambivert, meaning I am an extroverted introvert. I'm an introvert by nature with extrovert tendencies is what I call it. Um, and and with that, I absolutely, it stresses me out networking. Cold calling people, going up to people, hi, I'm, oh, hell no, <laughs> hell no. I'd need a drink first or something. To calm myself, oh, <laughs> liquor <Lord>. courage. <laughs> oh, no, I just be needing a, you know, that makes you a little more loose. It's not so uptight, I guess. I don't know, but it's just that is a hard thing for me, right? So that's why this is so close to my heart, is because I know there are other women and men out there that are like me that. It's not their first. I'm not a chatty, just go up and talk to everybody. Now, if you talk to me first, I will definitely talk to you and be open and, and accepting. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm very moody. And when I first meet people, I'm a little dry because I have to feel out your energy before I know I'm going to just give you all my happiness. You may not even be worth it. So 
people would, you know. Talk about selective. No, I'm telling you, sometimes I come in and if I'm not comfortable, I'm usually a little more dry, not even dry, but just kind of more quiet and reserved. Because I have to kind of scope out what's going on in the world, what you're doing, what's your energy before I, I see oh, if I need we lost our homes. Hmm? You was born for a second. You you tweaked out on us. It oh, just started no. twirling. It did. Your whole thing twirled. That was yours that was twirling. Friend. Okay, All okay. I'm is what I saw. I, I saw a twirl on your screen. I got four eyes and I know I saw it twirling on you your see these? I got six. Oh, okay then. Well, you win. I got six. You win. You win. It was me. My bad. It was me. My bad. I tried to shove it off. You see that, Sharon? I tried to shove it off. I was like, mm, I almost got uh, changed my name to Bennett, and I was almost, almost. Ain't nobody asked me what I saw, so I ain't say that. So you, you were supposed to just jump in and say, "Well, actually, what I saw was Tony." Or me. Or, me. or, or she could have said, oh, I saw That's you. Said, or she told me. But I saw both of you. So I'm just See? like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Both of y'all were there for the whole time for me. So neither body tweaked out. Not for me, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, was maybe that means it was Sharonda. Possible. You know, again, I did not call you. Don't come for me. I didn't call you that time. Other times, I, I know I'll be inviting you. I know I didn't. You invited me in, but you didn't invite me in. You know, <laughs> well, you know, just like they say with uh, vampires, you don't have to ask them, invite them in. They just gonna come in. The story used to be with a vampire. You you had they you had to invite them into your house. But I was watching this thing on TikTok with this lady who claims that she's a real life vampire in this day and age, and she was like. That's an old wives' tale. We ain't got to be invited in. It's a white lady. We don't okay, to... look at this face. Uh huh. Just saying, you ain't got to invite me in. I'm coming in. You invited me once, so that means I'm always welcome until you say don't come back in. Oh my God. And then you're too late because they've been in bitchy by then. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's get to the topic, y'all. We are talking about social wellness, okay? Okay. You know how I like to do? I start talking a little bit, and then we're going to jump into a couple of questions, round robin, see how you guys feel, and what great points you guys can bring to the conversation. So social wellness is about building and maintaining healthy, supportive, and fulfilling relationships with those around us. It's more than just having friends or professional contacts. It's about creating deep, meaningful connections that enrich our lives and fuel our growth. Okay. And it plays a critical role in our overall well being. It impacts our mental and emotional health, shapes our self esteem, and influences our capacity to cope with stress. In essence, it's a cornerstone of a well rounded self care routine. Now, I agree wholeheartedly with that. Because we have to, people think self-care is only just about you, right? But that could be further from the truth. Part of your self-care has to be your connections to and with other people. 
How are you supporting people and how are those people supporting you and feeding into your life? Right. Because sometimes we down, we don't even have the energy or the capacity to express and show love to ourselves. And it could also mean that you're you're uh, bypassing the uh, a current connection. That's nothing but negativity. It's like, you know what? I bet 50 percent. I, I, I can't I can't with you today because you're going to take me back down to freaking 25 or zero. I, and so I just mm-hmm. avoid I, I love them dearly, but I was like, I cannot have you in my space, in my head right now, because I'm trying to get to 100%, you know, so mm-hmm. that self-care could be avoiding people that are draining on you, and, oh, you know, mentally and stuff, so. Definitely, and seeking out those people who bring love and light to your life, right? Now, for professional Black women, social wellness means establishing a network of supportive relationships that not only provide emotional sustenance, that's a sexy word, sustenance, but also catalyze professional growth. It's about finding your tribe, your community that understands, encourages, and uplifts you. And I also like to add one thing, and they just chuck you when you need to, right? Mm -hmm. When you need it. But they're the ones who are going to be like Sharonda. You know you are the shit. They're the ones that you don't remember when you did this, this, and this, right? Why are you down on yourself? Sometimes they just message you out the blue and be like, I just wanted you to know I love you and I was thinking of you. And it's all timely because, and it could be that way, like I forget who I am to myself. And it's like, like you just said, it's like, you know, you're about you. What are you tripping for? You, you, you have, have a hundred percent success rate of getting through stuff because we're here to talk about it and stuff. We're, we're not, you know, defeat easily defeated when things don't go your way and stuff. You're mm-hmm. here. And sometimes you, you forget, oh my God, y'all, uh, Tony, I don't know if you were on uh, earlier, but you got to get this book called uh, Outwitting the devil by napoleon hill 12 chapters easy read oh my gosh it is it's very enlightening because sometimes when i was just saying about sometimes when certain friends call on me and i'm at 50 percent i i avoid them and, and i deal with them when i'm 100 percent because if you're draining me and you 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 try really hard to break me down to 75 and I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I was like, no, I got to maintain this 100%. That's a part of self-care and stuff in choosing you. And so with you trying to fight for your 100% and they at 25% when they call you, I'm like, no, nah, I, I, I ain't got it for you today. I, re- I really don't have it for you today. And you have a choice to make in that situation. So I agree. So when we're talking about social wellness, you know, how do you think social wellness actually can shape our self-care routine, mm-hmm. right? Incorporating people. And I think that's a good aspect of one aspect of it is, is that social wellness is always, is also a barrier, a boundary creator as well, or enforcer, mm-hmm. a boundary enforcer, right? That says, you know what? You got a lot of negative going on over there. Now is not the time for me to engage with you. Or it could be. And be okay with that. Right. Or it could be that my friend needs help. And I we I need to help get her out of that negative space. Let me pour love into her. 
And when I say negative space, I'm talking about they're down, they're sad, not somebody who is actively engaged in sending negativity, spite, and hate to you. Mm. We're not talking about those people. Those are the connections we need to break. Because I think social wellness, and so as it pertains to your self-care, is also about breaking connections with mm. those negative, nasty, mm. snarky people. The mm. ones who are supposed to be your friend, but every time you talk to them, they throw a little bit of shade at you. Right? Oh it's like God. they say something nice, but it's a backhanded compliment. Pow! Like, like you cute for a dark-skinned girl. Oh, my God. Oh, you look cute in that outfit for a big girl or something, you know. Yeah, that's the shade part. It's, and they're it's, always looking at you kind of like, mm. <laughs> Not the judgmental look, though. Yes, mm. like, mm. Well, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't choose that. I, you know. Who asked you? Nobody asked you. Some people are really good at throwing uh, negativity at people. And I like to look at self-care like a puzzle, okay? Mm -hmm. You have different pieces that pay, that play a crucial part in that full picture. Your physical, your mental, your emotional resilience, right? But without that social wellness, there's a piece missing, mm -hmm. right? Because that's a critical piece. Even without that financial wellness, there's pieces that may be missing. Each piece is needed to make up that whole picture. Your wellness is not just a one-dimensional thing. It's not just based on what are the things that Leanne does to make Leanne happy, Right. But it's also what company does Leanne keep? Mm. How do the connections that I make build me up? Do they tear me down? How am I nurturing those? And also, how am I disconnecting the ones that no longer serve me? We're always mm. trying to keep those seasonal people around longer than they're supposed to be. Reasons, seasons, and lifetimes. Everybody Absolutely. is not a lifetime person. And we try so hard to keep a person that's supposed to be a seasonal because we're used to norms. I want to stay in this comfort zone, in this bubble. You can't grow staying in that bubble. You have to get <laughs> uncomfortable to get to that next level. Right? So what about you, Tony? Okay. Um, you know, for me, I'm like, I look at it as there's negative, there's bad negativity and there's good negativity. You know what I'm saying? There's some good negativity, you know, uh, good negativity to me is like that illustration you just gave with the person throwing the shade, right? You know, oh man, oh, you sure look cute in that outfit if you wasn't so big, you know, oh. nah. <laughs> me, me, my comeback for that would be, you know what? Big people look good in this shit right here. It's you little motherfuckers that give us the shame. You know what I'm saying? Look, yeah. shame. You fight negativity with negativity. That way, <laughs> that way, the next time that person approach you, they know how to come correct. Cause that, cause I, I don't have no filter. If you come at me, I'm coming at you. You know what I'm saying? It's what just, it's just is, like that. I I'm just going to return the energy you gave I, me. But you I'm, a mirror, I'm a mirror 
of I'm what you're giving girl, me. Of what you giving me. Yeah, yeah, you bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna give you a taste of what you just gave me and see how you feel with that info. You know what I'm saying? Now, if it don't feel right to you, imagine how I felt when you said it to me. How about that? You now know, that's so that's we got to hit those situations head on. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what, self, self wellness is. I don't try to be a hundred percent of nothing because that's perfection. There's never gonna be perfection. I might give you a strong eighty-seven, maybe ninety, maybe ninety, because uh, off the top, I'm coming in the door with a ten percent chip on my shoulder already. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's uh, it's me against them. So, so I'm already coming in with that 10% chip. So anything that's knocking off that 10%, oh, I got to protect that because that's mine. That's mine. So I got to protect that 10. That 90, that's covered. But that 10, that's my personal wellness. That's me. Like you said, Leanne, that, that's boundaries within boundaries. You just ain't going to talk to me any kind of way, even at work. Hmm. Hello, cause I will ask you to step in the break room. Could be. Let me holler at you for a minute, cause we need to go in here. Cause everybody don't need to hear what I'm finna take. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you the courtesy. Yeah. Everybody don't need to hear how I'm about to dress you up. There you go. You know what I'm saying? And see, I I love my job. I ain't finna act a fool and get fired on the job cause of your stupidity. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna pull you to the side, handle that business, and when you come back out out that look. A break room or whatever with them act rights after them act rights been thrown on you, then you know we have an understanding. But see, you got to protect your happiness at all costs, man. Yes. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. never let nobody see me sweat about nothing, hmm. about nothing, cause ain't nothing that you can call me that I ain't already called myself and removed it. Hmm. Amen. It's called all self inventory. Right. Real quick, let's do a little station identification. Real there you quick. go. You are listening, tuned in to Wake Up Happy Sis Show on KCCR, the Brownstone, and the Brownstone Podcast Network, where we're telling our stories our way. Because who else is going to do it for us? Nobody. So let's listen. Look, if you guys are not down with the block party. I don't know where you've been because I talk about it every show. But go and listen to this commercial real quick and make sure you go and head on over to Brownstone Worldwide and get those tickets. Y'all ready for the hottest event of the summer? Brownstone Worldwide and Exhale Central Georgia are throwing the block party of the year on August 4th, 2024. From 7 to 11 p.m. at the Mill at Dovedown, located at 315 West Solomon Street in Griffin, Georgia, Suite 400, we're going to be throwing the Dolly Event Fundraiser of the Year to actually help two promising young women blaze their trail to college. So go ahead and join us for fantastic food, drinks, networking opportunities, music, fashion shows, and local vendors. Tickets are only $30 a person, y'all. We're also accepting donations and seeking sponsors to back this noble cause. So jump on board, click the link below, or dial 470-862-0313 for more details. Go ahead over to brownstoneworldwide.com or give us a call. Let's go ahead and make college dreams a reality together at Brownstone Worldwide and Exhale Central Georgia. All right. Yes. Again, you can donate 
You can come. You'll get to meet some of the on-air personalities. I'm sure we'll be live streaming some things throughout the day. It's a noble cause. You're helping our put our girls into college, right? Because they're our girls. We are our community. We have to be. Because they, the others, lawmakers and all that, they're not worried about us. So if we're worried about us, if we're not taking care of us, who is going to? Period. Amen. Okay. Let's get on back to this. Connections. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the power that's behind these meaningful connections, right? Because they enrich our lives personally, but they also enrich our lives professionally, right? They provide us with emotional support. It helps to broaden our perspectives of the world and the things that are going on around us and our understanding. It stimulates our intellectual growth and curiosity, hopefully. And it also can contribute to our professional development. They're the ties that not only bind us together, but also enhance our sense of self. So as we connect with people that are of high value and worth, and they're giving to us and we're giving to them, we're enhancing each other's. I do not go into any friendship and it's one-sided. I'm either the receiver or the giver. No, I have to be both. I have to be both. Otherwise, I don't want to be in it. Because if I'm just the giver, I'm the giver, I'm the giver. And all you come to do is take. That's the time that I got to cut off. That's a connection yeah. I, I can't have. Because, again, you're just a person that is sapping of my resources. Basically, you're only around for what I can do for you. And you're not there to help replenish or to help feed into me when I need it. How many times you've had that kind of person hmm. in your life where you seem every time they call you, you are available? The no, no, no. It's for me, it's the should I answer this phone call? Because I already know what you're coming to do. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I am. Mm -mm. But if you have to think that, that's something you have to think about that connection. Is yeah. that a true connection? Or are you just irritated in? by something that may have happened. Because friends argue, friends fight. That doesn't mean that we kick them out of our lives forever. It means that's a situation and a time. But if every time you call, I have that same thought, I have to rethink the connection. Is this a connection that I need to nurture or is it a connection that I need to let go, right? Because when we connect with somebody deeply, on that deep level of relationship, whether it's romantic, platonic, whatever, professional, we are supposed to feel seen, we're supposed to feel heard, and we're supposed to feel validated. Amen. Amen. We should be bringing, we should be making connections that bring joy, comfort, and a sense of belonging. Right? They've inspire us, motivate us, help us navigate all the challenges that life is bringing. And it doesn't mean that that person has been through all those challenges, but it's like somebody say, don't worry, I got you. We're going to figure this out. It's not always, mm. sorry to hear that. 
<laughs> what you gonna do about that? Hope you figure. Hope you figure it out. Wow. Right. Wow. If that's what you're always getting from a person, why are you? Why are you fighting so hard to stay connected to somebody who obviously does not want to be connected to you? Oh my goodness. That's the use me syndrome. That's the use me syndrome. Till you use me up. Mm. But some of us have been traumaed into that. Let's talk about that. The fact that we run to that person who's unavailable, who is not supportive, sometimes it's a trauma because that's what we're used to seeing in our home environment. Yeah, if true. you had a parent who treated the other parent that way, and that's what you saw all the time, that aloofness, that um, toxicity, that narcissism, unfortunately might be what you feel like you're drawn to because you're used to seeing it. That is your view. Ooh. That is your view of normal, right? That's what you think normal is. When he popped you upside the head once or twice, I just, you know, I just, I just got to stop making him mad. I know he gets mad when I do this, this, and this. Love ain't supposed to hurt. Friendship isn't supposed to hurt. And if you've got more pain, then you have good times. Sometimes we have to dig into our mental and see why we're allowing that pain to continue. Because the only thing we can control in that is us. We can't control how they treat us. We can control how we let ourselves be treated. But sometimes we got to do all undo all that mental they done put up here. All that mental work they done put on us. That's a lot that we have to unpack and undo. Because sometimes it's not just the narcissist who did it to you. That's it's, a fact. It's, it's your family. It's yeah, your it's some of the, the people that you've been around that you called friends that weren't. Mm -hmm. Everybody chipping away at you made it that much easier for that narcissist to come in and show you a little bit of fake love. And now they are your everything. Because that's usually what they do. Well, when you realize how emotionally expensive it is to keep somebody around, you that should help you make the decision to be like, you know what? And you just become way less available. And then they cancel themselves because I think they realize like, yeah, I think that she had enough of me. I, she, 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 you, you said something. don't give up. You just you said something last show about loving people from a distance. So my cousin says, I'm a pull of Sharonda. I'm like, what you talking about? She's like, cuz you love people from a distance and people can't, you don't have people in your circle like mm -hmm. that because they got to actually work at it to get at you because you, you cost me too much one too many times. And I'm not here for this. And I love you, but I'm going to be over here. And you stay way over there. I wave. I love you Mwah. because it just got too emotionally expensive to keep people around. So I, I just, yeah. peace is important to me right now, way more than it was back in the day. So I traded my peace for the people that were just, that again, were yep. And so it's kind of like a half baked cake. You can't eat a half baked cake. You got to put it back in the oven.
and I'll take you back out when I think you're ready. I'll take you out and you still gooey in the middle, putting your ass right back in the oven. And I'm going or to sometimes you just scrap that cake all together. Throw it all in the trash. Throw it, just throw it all away. Just throw it all away. Yeah. But I had situations where I've done that and I went away for a very long time. And then we reconvened when we were older. Well, I was always older, but the other person matured and now we're at a place where we can. And so I guess I, I wait really a long time to, before I throw people away because I was like, there's still a chance. There's still a chance. We can still salvage this. We can st- This cake, it, it, it's going to taste good. It's going to taste good. It just got to be all the way baked, not half baked. But I think sometimes that's also a trauma response of you being afraid of losing people. So you're letting people stay in that space too long. Ooh, why are you telling my business, girl? Why are you telling my business? I'm just saying, sometimes that's what we do. We've all had that where we're keep where we are cultivating the wrong connections. Mm. Right? We're cultivating the negative connections. And because we're scared of losing that person, instead of looking at it as when I remove that person, I open up the space for me to cultivate a new connection with somebody who is right to be in my life, who deserves to be in my life. Right. And so as we wrap up, I want to just give because we're only doing 30 minute show on Thursday. So. It's just getting good, though. I know. But that's that's why they just got to keep coming back. Yeah. Okay. Coming back. But. I want to talk about a few strategies for cultivating meaningful connections. And then I'm going to ask you guys for one way that you personally look at nurturing and cultivating your close relationships. Okay. So cultivating meanings, connections start with being cultivating meaningful connections has to start with being genuine, both parties being authentic, genuine, and true. Right. How are you showing up as your authentic self so that you can connect with people on a deeper level? You can't connect on a deeper level when you're sending your representative, Mm. right? You have to show up as your true and authentic self. You have to listen to people. You have to share and you have to understand other people's experiences and their aspirations. There's a level of vulnerability that comes with showing up as your genuine true self. And you have to be an active participant in nurturing that. If I'm always the only one calling Sharonda, hey, Sharonda, what you doing this weekend? You want to go do this? Hey, have you read this book? Hey, have you? It gets real lonely being on that end. Mm -hmm. And eventually I'm going to get tired of trying and or I'm going to realize that I'm talking to myself and Sharonda is a responsive. She's not a communicator. She's a responder. I want somebody who's an active participant. It's about being consistent as well. I shouldn't be the only one reaching out. Sharonda got to reach out to me, too. Sometimes say, Leanne, what are you doing? You know, what's going on? Right. That's how we nurture and build those. We have to contribute. We have to engage. We have to form relationships in spaces that align with our values and interests. So if Sharon is off into some stuff that Leanne ain't into, and it goes again, and what the two things that we're into 
go against our values, that's probably a relationship we should not be cultivating. Mm. Right? Sharonda married, and I'm a cheater. And her husband knows I'm a cheater. So how is he going to start looking at Sharonda? Because Sharonda hangs out with me all the time. Mm-hmm. What you what say about them birds and them feathers and, and all that kind of stuff? stuff? And you might be doing nothing. You might be out there trying to help me get my life together. Leanne, you can't do that. You can't what, what, what. But if we're not, that might be one of them instances that Sharonda's got to be like, you know what, Leanne, I love you. But again, I'm going to love you from over here because you are doing things that can potentially put my relationships in jeopardy. And we're not going to have that. We're not going to have none of it. You got to protect your peace and protect your household. Absolutely. And And sometimes that's you got to protect it from the people that you say you love or the people that claim that that you're your friends, but they're not doing anything but being destructive either to themselves or potentially to you. And Mm -hmm. you got to be okay with walking away from that person and letting them, you know, go over there and go figure that out because nothing you can say can, you know, pull them out of that hole unless they're ready to come out that bitch. So, yeah, just like there's certain friends that, you know, you would never leave at your house around your husband. And there are certain friends that it's not even a question because you know who they are, 100 percent how they are. And they wouldn't expect to be at your house alone with your husband. Oh, Sharonda ain't back yet. Well, just tell her I'll be back when she's here. I'm about to call her right now. Now, if I do sit down in the house, he ain't where I'm at. I'm probably sitting in the kitchen. He off doing whatever the hell he's doing in his house. And I'm talking to her on the phone. Hey, girl, I just got here. You want me to go sit outside in the car until you get here? That's respect. Or I sit in my car. If my friend ain't there, I sit in the car until she gets there. I'm not going in the house because I already know where she at. Somebody who's trying to be up in your space with your people when you're not there, that's always a red flag for me. Absolutely. That's always a red flag. Like, why are you so worried about being where he's at? You're my friend. Now, by association of marriage, you are his friend. But you ain't his friend alone. That's not what we do. (laughs) And the respect is both ways. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't expect to be in a married person's house when she ain't there and that's my friend. Because what you there for? Why am I there? Now, unless we decorating for a party and it's a surprise party, then the husband supposed to be out with you somewhere, keeping you occupied while I do all the things here. See how those connections still ain't matching up? <laughs> because the respect is there. The love is there. We're pu- I've put in the time and the effort to nurture this relationship with Sharonda. And I'm not going to do the things that are going to hurt it because we have a mutual love and respect and honesty for each other. And we're showing up genuinely with each other. Sharonda know I'm a hot mess. She don't judge me. But I also don't do anything that puts Sharonda at harm or stresses out our friendship. Because I part of that um, cultivating that 
is having a respect and a love and admiration for somebody else and a desire to see them do well and not harm them. That's just my mind. What about you? What you think over there, Tony? You've been quiet a little bit. No, I'm just listening and, you know, and, and, and rubbing it in. See, with me, it's all about my self-integrity with me because, like, I've always been one to, I don't go where I'm not invited. If if my friend is married and he not at home, I'm not going to his house waiting for him to get there, none of that there. Cause like I say, I respect my friend and his boundaries. You know what I'm saying? And like you say, I don't wanna, I don't wanna cause no intentional or unintentional harm, you know? Cause a lot of us forget about that unintentional harm, you know. Damn, I did that. I didn't mean to do that. Ooh, that wasn't my intentions, but it's already done. Mm-hmm. You can't crack that egg. Yeah, and see now I got to go and rectify that situation before I can even get to the root of and why then it becomes weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's all about your integrity. It's all about. Uh, the hidden agenda of the other individual because everybody have their own arterial motives and hidden right. agendas and until we get a whiff of what it is you just got to keep your antennas up and, and be 100 with your response that way you know you can nip all that in the bud because like i tell all of my friends if i'm your friend i'm not going to do nothing to put you in no situation and i hope you wouldn't do the same to me That's you know right. what i'm saying and that's how we build, you know, not if you going to continue to be vexatious, I'm a firm believer in loving your ass from a distance, you know, for real. Hmm. I, 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 the Bible say I got to love you. It don't say nothing about like. It's a lot of the motherfuckers out there. I do not like, period, point blank, and I stay away from them. Cause you know you can you can tell when you got your radar up you can tell when a person ain't right yo yo your antenna your intuition lets you know hey something ain't right, right. This. trust your gut trust your gut please cause it's always right I people I hear people all the time talking about man I should have something told me no, that was the spirit telling you fool be aware listen God always gives us out we just choose not to pay attention to it. And then we get caught up. If I would have, could have, and it's too late. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, man, just protect your peace. Put your hand out when you see that garbage coming. Pump the brakes. I'm gonna tell you this right now because I love you. If you coming at me with this negativity, push on Flintstone. I ain't got time for it. I got enough of my own problems. Period. You know, and we gotta realize, man. Once we, you know. Do that there, and then just look in the person and tell them, look, we didn't try that thing. Now we finna try this. We all we got. So let's get together and act right. Amen. Amen. And what about you, Sharonda? What would you, what would, what would be your tip around cultivating meaningful connections? Reason, season, and purpose, like you said before. Um, love on your people let them know how you appreciate them because when you were stuck going through and during the time in my life 
I was spending more more of my wake hours with my my coworkers than I was with my family members and stuff. And we went, we were in those trenches and we were together and we were going through and and because of those awesome cultivated connections, we were able to have a great working day instead or or in spite of what the the daunting task was. But the the uh, the connections that you have at a time in your life they might not look the same once you retire or since you retired things look different to you but be appreciative of the uh, the connections that you've come to um, uh, get through the hard parts with and have fun at the same time but let your people know how you feel about them because they're here today. Not necessarily going to be here tomorrow because that happened to me when I right after I retired, right after I retired. It was during Christmas time. It was the four of us. It was the four amigos doing things, just, you know, making it happen. Mm -hmm. We were just communicating for Christmas. He went out and went for a run the next day and he came home and collapsed. It was devastating. So let your people know how you feel about them, because tomorrow is for no nobody is promised tomorrow so in cultivating your relationships my tip is to let your people know how you feel about them because there might be a day when you won't get to say that amen amen and and i'll close out with this is i'm in complete agreement of that i've had quite a few friends family members loved ones that have passed in recent years right and what you don't want to be left with is regret Mm-hmm. And feeling bad that you weren't there, that you did not do all that you could to be a great friend when you had that person there because you thought there's always tomorrow. Hmm. That couldn't be further from the truth. It's not guaranteed anything in this life. So stop being afraid of being vulnerable because you think you're going to be hurt. That's a chance that we have to take. Well, that's the best growth builder you can ever experience. It is because every every hurt is going to teach you something if you take the lesson out of it and not just the pain. Absolutely. The pain and you have to take the lesson from it as well to improve and to shore up your resilience and to help you become better. For yourself, again, we're not trying to improve ourselves for everybody else. We're Mm -hmm. improving for us and they benefit from it because they get a happy, healed, and fulfilled person who cares about them who wants to pour into their life the same way that I expect them to pour expect, not want expect them to pour into mine. If that's not who you are and that's not why you're here, that's fine but just know that as soon as it comes to light, I will be gone. That's what we do. And that's our final thought of the show. We had 43 minutes over. We tried to do it 30. We're going to get us to a 30 minute, but it's okay. It's so, right. Tony, tell them where they can find you. You can catch me every Saturday and Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. at KCCR Radio, the Brownstone with that old school eye of the storm flow. And you can catch me for this last month. This is my last month at Spreaker.com. After 20 years, I'm closing up shop over there. 
and I'm going to a new platform. I probably do mix mix cloud and Twitch TV, but definitely Saturday and Sunday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. KCCR Radio, the Brownstone. Come and get your eye of the storm on. Yes. And Sharonda, what about you? You can find me at bookkeepingforlife.com. I'm on all platforms at bookkeeping101 LLC. And I'm here to get your books together. Yes. More money, more money, more money. And as always, you can connect with me everywhere, dulceandlay.com, um, or look up Wake Up Happy Sis. You will see the sexy bald head. You're going to find me. I'm not I'm not that hard to find. So want to thank y'all for tuning in today. And as I always say, have the day you are meant to have because you get to choose. It is completely up to you. So with that, we will see you next Monday where we're going to be talking about mastering your mind, a deep dive into minority mental health awareness. We get into that mental baby. So we'll talk to you later. Keep it popping y'all. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Wake Up Happy Sis on KCCR The Brownstone. Make sure you show up